0: Hello, y'all, and welcome to Deck Diaries. I am your host and human, Tabitha, and I'm here to take you on a little stroll through my life's diary and the raw, unedited stories from others. Real stories, real humans, real healing, and a whole lot of fuckery all from the deck. Join me and my co-host, Meg, and other random guests throughout the week as we learn to unfilter our lives,
1: love ourselves a little bit more, and be better humans. To stay up to date on what's coming up on deck, follow us on Instagram at Deck Diaries, and on Facebook at, you guessed it, Deck Diaries. Now, kick off your shoes,
0: relax with me, and welcome to the deck. Hello, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Deck Diaries. I am your host, Tabitha. We got Megan, trusty in the house all tonight. Hello, as usual. And
2: tonight I brought back Brie. Everybody give it up for Brie. Yeah. Clappy clap. (laughs) You bitches can't get enough of me. It's fine. Absolutely addicted.
0: So, if you all have listened to episode eight, you'll get episode nine next week. And I told my story about the wedding. Uh, And Brie is back to tell her story of what's cultivated for her in her life the same night of my wedding. Uh, So... This is kind of a 3 for now, I guess. It's a threesome. It's a threesome. Yeah. All both of you girls. <laughs> Eight, nine, and ten, all kind of coordinate, ladies. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we are here to learn a little bit about Miss Bree. Um, hold on.
2: Hold on. <laughs> right. Just, yeah, hold we, we don't. Whatever you're holding on to, hold on to the title. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell everybody about you. Um, so I am a business owner, and I have two kids. Business owner of what? I have a company called Getting Lippy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just released on Walmart? Yes. 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 Oh. Yeah, so my lippies are all over the place. All over. (laughs) All over everybody's lips and stuff. It's It's a
0: fantastic lip balm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, something that I worked on and have been working on for quite a while. So... um, Thanks, Meg. Uh <laughs> and um I'm also mama two kids. Yeah, Two boys. Two boys. One just graduated college a year ago. Go Co. Go Co Hawks. And he just bought his first house. I know. It's so cute. Yep. Um, has two two uh Aussies. Gonna get a King Corso. So like So don't um, go to his house. All in the <laughs> mom <ma> thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna be like Ooh, gotta protect the grandma. So, um, and my other son, he is, um, he does construction, loves working with his hands. He's got uh, a German Shepherd. So, you know, um, Christmases aren't really crazy with kids at our house, but we're really crazy with dogs. Yeah. So <laughs> it's awesome. But uh, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Um, I'm married, remarried, 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 just got married. In November. Let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> mm. um, well, you want to talk about it? Yeah, well, uh, I get a phone call on a Friday
0: <laughs> from Brie, and she says, So, what are you doing next Friday? And I'm like, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Let me, I, I, let me check my calendar. And she said, Well, I'm getting married. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and we didn't even start till Monday. So I said, So, what you're telling me is, I have to help you plan a wedding in four days. And she's like, yeah.
2: Yeah, we're like, we're right there on it. It's fine. So we, we
0: planned a wedding in four days. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
2: the only time I got a Can little... I get a round
0: of applause for that? Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We found the dress, everything. Dream like, team. <sighs> that was the only thing that I got a little bit nervous about, mm-hmm. you know, was that I didn't even have a dress. Um, everybody kept asking, like, when are you guys going to get married? When are you guys going to get married? And we had been engaged for a year. Been together uh, six something, six something years, um, almost seven now. Um, And I had been married, obviously, before. He had never been married and just really was like, fuck those fucking wedding things. Fuck those weddings. And fucking Mm -hmm. $20,000. Right. It's not about all of the people. No. It was about us. And, um, one of our favorite bands was playing that Friday night, and so we literally got married in a park. Went to a really good friend of ours bar, had mm-hmm. food, took a fucking party bus mm-hmm. <laughs> to see the band that so we loved. loved, and yeah, Partied. did it your way. It was, it was great, absolutely. It was really stress free too. I mean, yeah, everything
1: kind of just felt like like if you put up dominoes and put you know all the things on it, it just boop. Mm-hmm. And just, just felt done. like a good night with friends, but yep. you're all dressed up. Like, a Yeah. Bride. Shotgun wedding. (laughs) Yeah, it was funny when I walked
2: into the bar that the band was playing at, the lady was like, okay, we got a fucking wedding here. (laughs) 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 Just here for a drink. Yep. (laughs) Just here to, you know, show off my wedding dress. It's fine. (laughs) So, so yeah. So, Brie
0: is... Has found love again Mm -hmm. after her tragedy and divorce and... Um, that's really amazing, and I want people to keep an open mind and heart to that too. Is that it does happen, mm-hmm. and you you can find another person. But what do we all have to do first, ladies and gentlemen? Work on ourselves Correct. and heal. Um, but yeah, why don't you take us back to that night? We can get that out of the way for everybody. The wedding.
2: Oh, uh, okay. So <clears throat> the night of your wedding. When, when we talked about getting off the trolley and, uh, you know, everything that was going through my head for you mm-hmm. at the time and then looking over and, and seeing my husband at the time face down on the table. And one of the things that you had said um, that you wanted from your guy um, at the wedding was, um, you know, you can't you just give me this day? Yeah. And uh, – that was one of the things that I had talked about with him before we went. Was, so you had
0: conversation with him before the wedding.
2: Yeah, because there had been problems between both of them. Together. My ex and him. Yes. Yeah, they were yes. always, yeah, yep. they didn't and care for each other. Didn't care for each other. And then just stupid, stupid decisions mm-hmm. between the two, you know. And um, uh, I had had a conversation with him. Like, if if there's any problems, like, just don't go that was a typical like he didn't go with me to a lot of things a lot of things there was a i mean a lot of really good friends of mine <clears throat> that i would be having conversations with and say something about my husband and they would turn and look at me and be like you're married good
1: friends yeah wow like people so that live really well. very separate lives yeah like um out of necessity it sounds like necessity but at the same time like he just was not a social person mm-hmm. he did not have Good but you can skills. be a not social person. Like Benny's not a social person, mm-hmm. really. But he can be in a social setting. Correct. Like, he chooses that though. Right. You know? Like, so I think some people use that as an excuse mm-hmm. and, yep. you know, kind of wham, wham. Yep. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, he was
2: a really big family person where he wanted to do a lot of things with family and, and that's great and everything, but like I'm extended not... family or no, like his immediate family. Like okay. He was he was okay. very
1: close with his family, which is great. And are your boys by him? My one son is. Okay. Yep. And would you, go, would you guys do things as a family unit? The four of you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. Well, yep. that's yeah a positive. So yeah. her,
0: her, her, your husband had been in your oldest son's life since he
2: was little, yeah, tiny. Yep, yep, so, yep. 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 And that was one of the things. I mean, like he was, he was his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Until we got divorced, yeah. And then he
1: wasn't. Um, which is unfortunate. But, yeah, it um, is. Was that know. his choice or your son's choice or your choice or kind of a mix? Nothing to do with me.
2: Okay. <clears throat> um, but there was definitely um just a decision that was made like my son changed his name back to my last name wow maiden last name yeah um they don't have anything to do with them but when we started dating um that was one of the things that we kind of talked about today was that you know I wanted for my son um you know the the family that was all together and they did things and you know that and I looked past a lot of other things that were really important and things that I wasn't dealing with that had happened to me mm-hmm. prior, you know, and, um, you know, since I've been little that I didn't deal with mm-hmm. and stuff too. So. Would
0: you say you dove in headfirst, blinders on because you wanted that family unit?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and he was a good guy. Like yeah. he he, you know, went to work. He, you know, did all of those things, but... You know, like the more that I think back about it, is um, when me and him got together. I was more in um, a push down and suppress things that I really needed to deal with, Mm -hmm. and he wasn't a talker, so he wasn't digging it out of me. So it was perfect. It was perfect at that time. At that time, but then as I started to evolve, you know, and me and Tabby got closer, and we were talking about things, and I wanted to talk to my partner about it, and. There was nothing there to, Mm. like, I mean, he would listen, you know, um, but, you know. No um, feedback. Yeah, I don't want to talk to the wall. (laughs) No
1: ownership in the situation.
2: Or even just help, like, okay, just get it out. Fucking vomit that shit. Right. What do you need? What else? What? Anything, you know, any kind of reciprocation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Support. Yeah, Yeah. support. Yeah, absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. So
0: what do you, I mean, what do you think the day of my wedding, what, what was that? Why was that like the straw that broke it? Like what, What in your mind, what happened that day?
2: Um, I think everything that I saw happen with you and um, him and then walking up and he was face down on the table. I, like I said it last week, like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. What in the fuck is going on with everybody right now? Like I don't, on why, why right now, why do you choose to be not the person I need you to be? And I was at the point where I was really starting to dig into stuff that <clears throat> I, I needed to deal with. And you were really, really self-reflecting at that time. Yeah. Like, with, yeah. like
0: leading up to the wedding, mm-hmm. there was definitely a shift in you because I, I know the private conversations that you were, I, and I were having. Yeah. Um, there was definitely a mental shift
2: in you. Right. Um, and that you can't ignore it. Like, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it, it. no matter how long I ignored it, it was still there and it was getting worse and worse and worse. And um, if I didn't, figure out how to fix it or you know fix me or whatever at some point my kids were going to start seeing it Mm -hmm. and I was past that and didn't even realize it you know so I don't really know why that night was such um a straw but it was I guess it was just a combination of of all of the things yeah and just kind
0: mm-hmm. of all boiled, came to a head,
2: yeah. and I, I mean, you we talked one, earlier today, and we talked about how, like, you know, I used to be a really control like I it had to be perfect, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And <clears throat> your wedding was in in <laughs> all reality was should have been perfect, and it was not perfect. And we couldn't control it. There no. was no controlling any of it, nor hopes to even fix what was going on. And um that's something from like, you know, my self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. like that was part of like why, you know, things have to be perfect. Um, you know, not taking compliment. like there's so many things and self-sabotage and and I did that for so long and, trying to make things perfect don't you know it doesn't it just doesn't work and i did a lot of things wrong and there's a lot of things that i can't fix but um him being one of them him being one of them but at the same time like you know i think about it too like if i never married him i wouldn't have my second son Correct. and there's nothing that i could have went through that i would ever take that back
0: for yes absolutely
2: so um And, you know, like I said, he, he was part of my healing, but at the same time just wasn't moving along with me. Stagnant. Right. Like at the time he, he was loving, he was, he was whatever I needed at that time. But if there's no growth and all you're doing is sitting watching TV, there's nothing to grow at that point, you know? Yeah.
1: You did feel loved by him though? Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's good.
2: Yeah. Like, that's where I I say a lot of it has to do with. um, I mean, I could give you a handful of things um, that we could dive into. Um, Past trauma definitely sneaks up and
0: rears its head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that you and him, you were in a very comfortable, stagnant, Position relationship mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't harming you. Right. He, you did feel love, all of these things, but there just wasn't that. I mean, I was your person,
2: right? You well, know, and that's what we talked about last week. Like, um, there was definitely more. You know, we were bouncing off of each other and feeding. You mm-hmm. know, on. Uh, what things do we do that we next sh- yeah things that we should have been talking with our our spouses about things right. that we talk about our spouses like things that we talk to our spouses about now yeah like our friendship should have been that yeah it shouldn't have been a survivorship kind of
1: thing. how long were you with this person um
2: i was married almost 15 years oh wow uh, or 14 i was married 14 years going that that next year would have been 15. Um, But we had been off and on for quite a while. But okay. we went to high school together.
1: Okay. So I knew him for a long time. Right. And do you think the fact that there wasn't like this huge trauma or, you know, oh my gosh, he smacked the shit out of me or oh my gosh, he's on drugs or, mm-hmm. you know, addict to my kids or whatever. <laughs> do you think that made it harder for you to leave cuz you're like oh, he is a good guy and he is right. a good person and he's yeah. a hard worker and a good yes. dad and yep and so that stuck well, stuck you there I told him I like when I left I even told him I said I love you
2: but I'm not in love with you
1: yeah That's a hard place to be. It's almost harder than just being like, fuck you. Right. Yeah. Like when you don't really have, like you said, something a hard line that you're like, yeah, that's it. I can't. I
0: mean, granted, he he crossed her hard lines many a times. But um, something that that somebody taught me uh, was climate and weather. So there's Mm -hmm. somebody's climate. We all have a climate. And then you have weather. Sometimes weather's good. Sometimes weather's bad. Yep. But what is the person's climate? I'm good with some bad weather every now and then. And I'm great with good weather. Right. But what's their overall climate?
2: Yeah. that's great. And
0: I, that's something that I think many of us don't recognize. And you were, because of the trauma that you were going through with for your own personal reasons in your head, you were ignoring yeah. mm-hmm. all the weather right. that, was really disruptive to you actually right you you were very unhappy you didn't want to be home you didn't have a friend in him right um when we would go out it would usually end up in a disaster
1: Mm -hmm. let's be honest oh yeah so why uh, he didn't like you going out
0: no too much drinking fighting yeah drama bullshit Mm. Yeah. And you um, get both of ours out and we were on pins and needles all night. Like we didn't even want to be there. You know what I mean? We're like, fuck, the guys wanna come. Right. Yeah. Here we go. Right. Something's
2: gonna happen. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And my ex was not a I think I said this last time, but he was not a social drinker. He was he he um was able to sit and talk to people when he started drinking, mm-hmm. but that only lasted for a little while because he drank. So Bench. Like yeah, yeah, Binge drink. Yep.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So what? you walked into the reception, saw him face down on the table, mm-hmm. and was that the, I'm done? Or um, what happened after that? After after I saw him,
2: um, my mo- actually, I, I know that I was looking at Tabby, saw her, my mom sees, um, cause my mom and, um, stepdad, dad was, um, uh, at, at the wedding as well. Mm-hmm. So my mom sees him and looks at me and her eyes are just like huge. And then my kids walk out and they see him. And that was probably more of a slap in my face.
1: Uh, and my mom was like, what are we going to fucking do with him? So this was well known that he would get this way, no? Or did you was, hide it? Yes. Did you pew 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 yeah. like Tabby did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And usually, and so your sons didn't really ever, uh, yeah, no, see I him don't. that way. Mm-mm. Okay, no, no. Um, and he he didn't really do
2: he didn't drink like that around, um, the kid you know our boys or whatever. But, um, yeah, it was it was definitely more when just we went out, kind okay. of thing. And then I would have to try to figure out how to get him in the house.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Um, but yeah, and my mom and my son ended up having to drive him home. And again, my son was in the wedding.
1: Mm. Um, how old was he? at the time? He would have been fifteen. Oh wow. Mm-hmm.
2: And then my other son would have been thirteen. Yeah, yep. It's a lot to handle.
1: At 15.
2: Yeah, and just something that just go and have a good time. Like, I don't know. I I, I really can't even describe. Disappointment. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Disappointment.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely. what it was for
0: me a lot of times. It's just pure disappointment that I would have these hopes that we're going to have a good night, we're going to go to a concert, have a good time, but in the back of my head, I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop. Right. Like, babysitting time. Yeah. And it sucked. Right. It's a shitty place to be. hmm So that's where her and I did hang out a lot alone.
1: hmm And what was it that made you not want to be at home? Because you guys weren't fighting, it sounds like. Right. It was just the silence and the... I fucking hate watching TV. <laughs> 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 it's
0: really
2: simple. Um, I just hate, like, sitting there and not having any conversation with somebody. You know, if... a yeah. Um... If I was home, I was cleaning or I was doing something. Um, But a lot of the times it was, I was at the boy, I coached every single sport that my kids were ever in Um yeah. while they were little. That's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, so on that same token, I got that with them. But at the same time, like it really should have been probably him that was coaching, you sure.
1: know. Or both of you. I took or- a
2: lot of shit for coaching boys, <laughs> <laughs> um, sports, but, uh. You know, I um, I don't really know why I didn't want to be home other than the fact that, you know, when you go there and you just don't – you you want to talk to somebody and you know that they're just – you're just talking to a wall. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing that – you can't get out of just going and doing some dishes and getting frustrations out that way. Now, right? <laughs> What's the
1: conversation ever there or what attracted you to him in the first place? Um, no, really, it was not. Um,
2: actually, when a week before our wedding, I had actually sat him down and was like, I really don't think that we should get married. Wow. Like, We have a huge communication issue. Yeah. And um, his response was, you tell everybody. Ooh. So I was more afraid of that at that point.
1: Yeah. Just like Tabby. You were more concerned about what everybody was going to think and Mm -hmm. everybody's coming in and yeah. Everybody's put all their time in and why did I do it
2: now and not, you know, whatever. And yeah, I mean, and yeah, my, and my son was, I think three at the time, Mm -hmm. maybe four somewhere in there so you know like it's just a hard thing for somebody like that to understand too so right. yeah I was way more I was way more concerned with telling everybody
0: right and so. instead just went through with it
2: mm-hmm. yeah and
0: I think I I feel like there's a lot of stories out there that are kind of like that yeah um, but you don't talk about just it just rolling right. with it just yeah the music's rolling the and I'm a walk-in mm-hmm. yeah
2: I'm on autopilot, fuck. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you go through with your wedding. Years pass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I guess let everybody know what happened like the day after my wedding, like because it was fast, right? Like it was within six months. Mm-hmm. I feel like because my my wedding was in September of fifteen. And I know that I mo- helped move you out. I was the only one that showed up.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, we broke our backs. Yes. Um, yes, we did. And that was in March of 16. Yep. So
2: it, it went quickly. Yeah, it did. Um, I, re- I don't know. I just started putting my ducks in a row and I finally told him, like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And his... One response was, is you owe me so much money for your business. And I said, you fell and slipped your fucking head because I took my 401k out to start my business. And if you want to keep going, I'm walking away from everything. Like I took all of our bills. I left him with his, you know, 401ks. Like I didn't touch any of that stuff. I didn't want child support. I paid for child care all of it she I, wanted a clean cut I didn't want nothing really? I didn't want to have to argue over anything I've never asked him to pay for the you know co-pay for the doctor bills mm-hmm. or I paid for lunches I paid for all of the shit mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to say I did it and I didn't need to like hound or nag or mm-hmm. you know I just didn't want to have to do that. Well, and again, That's like I've I said, it doesn't
0: mm-hmm. have to be ugly and you didn't want it ugly. But when right. you have a, a person that is going to make it ugly <laughs> anyway, it's kind of hard. to. Right. So you really have to just throw your hands up and go.
1: Right. And doesn't it? It's like it stings so much. I know there's plenty of people out there that are about money mm-hmm. and are like, I'm going to take that fucker for everything he's worth blah, blah, blah. But I'm totally not like I'm not materialistic I, I could have cared less I just wanted to be happy mm-hmm. and when you present them with I can't do this anymore and they come back at you with money 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 it's mm-hmm. like what a kick in the fucking vagina man right. Like that, well, and that's think... so hurtful like I don't give a shit about money I'm talking about us as human beings right. like I just hate that shit
2: well, and I think it was uh, a way that he didn't think that I would be able to leave if I didn't, like mm. you know. Yep. Because there Same. was I a lot of too. things um, that he did. Um, my my dad actually had a brain aneurysm mm. and then ended up committing suicide about a year oh, later. Wow. Um, and a year after your wedding, um, actually, it was before my wedding. I was pregnant with my oldest son. That's right. when. Um, uh, he did, and one of the things that my ex husband used to say was that he was going to kill himself if I left. Mm. And so, for me, that was a trigger of I can't, I, and I I didn't, I did not want that to or ever have to go through that for you know with anybody else ever again. And right. I didn't want that for our sons, right. and you know millions of different reasons. Well too. the fact mm-hmm. the fact that so many people use that yeah is really
0: disheartening. Mm-hmm. It it really is because right. I heard it too. Mm-hmm. I know Meg heard it too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the fact that any one man or woman that you ever say that to another human being mm-hmm. is that's soul crushing. Right. Yeah. Do not do that. Mm-mm.
2: Well, and if that's the only way that they're going to stay with you, Yeah. Like, you're, you're, okay, so if that's something that you are saying, um, stop, like Debbie just (laughs) said. But, two, you're holding somebody back from, like, the person that you're supposed to be with is out there, and the Mm -hmm. person that they're supposed to be with is out there, and you're Mm -hmm. holding both of you back.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, just love me enough to let me go. Right. Like,
2: really? Yeah.
0: And, I mean, and the fact that he, um, he would say that knowing your past with your dad. Right. Yeah.
2: That's, terrible. Yeah. That's absolutely.
0: rough. That's rough. Yeah.
2: And definitely was, he knew that that, I mean, my dad was, um, you know, I, and I was pregnant when my dad passed away, but it was, it was the worst thing, one of the worst things that's ever happened in my life. And to throw that in somebody's face, just, if that's the only string you got to pull and hold on to, like, that's sad, yeah. That is really fucking sad. And
0: do you do you think I have to ask you a question? And because I know your past traumas and your secrets, mm-hmm. um, do you think un maybe not unbeknownst to you, but you know, kinda because we get conditioned throughout your marriage that that kind of stuff was happening more than you really had. You know what I mean? Like, they kind of, they get in your head. They oh, know yeah. how to get in your head.
2: Yeah, that was definitely, I mean, he knew that that was, um, we were together. Yeah. Um, when my dad had his aneurysm and then throughout the time when um, when he, uh, when my dad had his aneurysm, we were together um, and I no, we weren't together when um, he ended up committing suicide, but he knew all of, like, you know, I like I said, we went to school together. We ran around with a lot of the same people. Yeah. He knew all of the things and he knew when he did. Um, and we got back together and, you know, I would talk to him. Like I said, I would talk, but it was more like a wall. Right. Um. But yeah, he definitely used that as a... Tool. The tool in his little tool belt or whatever. And... Um, but, uh, I don't even know why <laughs> it like gets beyond what I can think why somebody would do that, but yeah. Well, and not only the
0: why somebody would do that, but I think the message in this episode too is can be why we allow it and why <laughs> we do stay in unhappy relationships and friendships and whatnot for so long. Uh, because that past trauma does, it seeps in mm-hmm. and it gets it gets in you. And I think sometimes you accept things or go with things mm-hmm. because of the things you haven't dealt with.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, there there's a lot of past traumas that I hadn't dealt with at that time. and that's where um, I was kind of going with that earlier was, you know, when when we when we originally got together, Um, I was not dealing with anything and he wasn't a talker. But as I grew, I wanted to talk about them and that's where the the separation of us two started. Yeah. I I believe. So Um, there was a lot of years you weren't dealing with your shit. Oh, a lot of years. And then there was a lot of years where I called him on his bullshit too. Like when he started saying like he would kill himself. Like, I mean, at one point I was like, Fuck you. Like, fuck you. Yeah, Like, that doesn't work no more. I don't know if that was part of my heart, you know, part of my line in the sands of, like, whatever, but um, you don't get that. Not anymore. Yeah.
1: After you um, told him that you were done, Uh how long did it take you to actually be done? Like, did you... Did things start immediately? Did um, you leave? Did he leave?
2: So, I actually had two friends that got married in September that year. And I was in uh, Maid of Honor in both. Um, and he was in this other wedding with me, too. And so, Tabby got married, and then my other friends got married. Um, so, it was probably October mm-hmm. when I told him. And then it took until March. When mm-hmm. I left,
1: finally, like, just... So you guys were um, coexisting still and yep, and under then, the same roof and... Mm-hmm. And then he started, like, locking me out of the house
2: and I telling my kids that. not to let me in the house. Oh, and my gosh. I told him that he has a glass door in the back of the house, and if you don't yeah. want it fucking broken, you better open that motherfucking door, so... Wow. Yep. Wow. And that will I mean, come in with flowers. And
0: and that is unfortunate too is when, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people don't uh, think about or maybe give people credit when it does take you a little time to get out is there's a lot of moving Logistics pieces. Yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces. Yeah, I mean especially you live together, involved, you have a house, there's kids involved, like but again, just try to not make it ugly. Mm-hmm. And typically one party's going to, but just don't be the one party mm-hmm. the best, the best that you can.
2: One thing that I wanted to talk about, too, is um I remember at one point I said to myself, like, if he wasn't here, what, what else would I have to do? And that's about what I got it was just silence in my brain. Like, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Like, yeah. OK, I got to mow the lawn. Fuck. OK, whatever. But I got to do that anyways. So, you know, like there's. If you don't have, you know, if and, and it goes both ways, right? Like, yeah. if I leave, what do you have to do now? And I'm not talking about doing the dishes or really mowing the lawn or any of that shit, because eventually you have to do that no matter what. Like, if, but if you leave your spouse or your spouse leaves you, what's left? And that was my,
1: like, okay, eye opener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So,
0: <clears throat> yeah, because again, you were the, We'll say, well, I hate using the word responsible, but I'm, cause I'm not trying to bash anybody, but the
2: responsible one mm-hmm. in you,
0: the relationship. Your life is left. That's what's
2: left. Mm-hmm. Your life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's where I, you know, um, one thing that I battled with too, like, um, you want to tell me like you're going to end your life, but you don't give a fuck about mine. Sure. Damn. But, Fact. you know, you don't care that I, I I really need to go. Yeah. You don't care. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we all sometimes end up in that spot. And sometimes there's people that, you know, I've, I've talked to tons of my friends that, you know, they've gotten to this point and they can go to therapy and they can get it fixed and things like you know, learn to communicate and learn a lot of different things, but you have to have two people willing to do that too. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So. And you, you yourself have been dipped
0: your toe in the therapy world a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And how's that going?
2: Good. Um, I actually was a bravo. Can we get a clap for that? Ooh, <laughs> because therapy should be celebrated. Yes, right? yes. Um, I I should have I should have had therapy a long time ago. Um, we all should have. It's okay. Right. Um, I actually was assaulted about three years ago and had my shoulder completely fucked. Um, 12 anchors in it, just holding it into somewhat of a s- socket. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I could probably have about three more surgeries, but it is fuck- it's fucking fine. Um, Marijuana will be legal, so. <laughs> <laughs> And And uh, one of the um, doctors that I was going to see he was more into like stem cells and, you know, not necessarily natural or whatever, but natural. More and, holistic. More yeah. holistic, yeah. And he looked at me one day and he's like, he goes, Brie, I need to tell you something. And I said, okay. And he goes, you need you need to go back. To, you need to go to therapy. He goes, you're holding. A lot of what you're holding back isn't just your arm. It's inside you. Yeah. And I like sat there for a second and I was like, I'll go. Like, fuck it, I'll go, do whatever. You know, I mean, I've been before, it's fine. Yeah. I'm there's nothing wrong with that by any means. No. But how does my doctor tell me that and I can't see that in the mirror?
0: Mm, I mean, he did a good job. He did a great, great job. Yeah. And I'm
2: thankful, so thankful because um I went and my <laughs> my therapist I um I came back for my second session and she, at the end of it said, I really think I should start bringing tequila to our sessions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my kind of
2: therapist. I'm like, we can go for margaritas in Mexican after this. If you will start <laughs> this shit sure. today. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But she's like, you have a lot of shit deep in like that you haven't dealt with in y- lots of years. Mm-hmm. Um I think so many people don't. Right. I mean, you have childhood stuff, Brie, that
0: yeah, I know about. Right. That I, people don't deal with it. Right. They don't talk about it. They I mean, maybe they you know tell a friend a secret,
2: but right. that's not dealing with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um and going through therapy um and I'll just put it out there, but um my mom's second husband um physically or Sexually abused me, um, physically abused my mom, like terribly, um, mentally abused both of us, um, locked us in rooms. I'd have to run out to the neighbors. Um, this moved us from city to city to city just because, you know, somebody started seeing that she was walking around with black eyes and shit wasn't adding up and, um, uh, He was, he was in, you know, he was in my life for quite a while. And my mom one night had, um, they had gotten into a fight and he threw a plate at her like a Frisbee and she was sitting on the couch and she pulled her leg up to like block her face and it hit her right in the ankle and just blew her ankle apart.
1: Oh my God.
2: Yeah. And, um, I don't know, um, I don't remember getting out of the apartment, but I drove my mom to the hospital, and at that point, I was 10, I don't know, I knew oh, how wow. to get to the hospital, that's how unfortunate that situation was, um, and uh, the doctor came out, and he was sitting in the waiting room with me, and he, he was just talking to me and stuff, and um, he goes back in, and he's talking to my mom, and talking to her about her ankle, and he looks at her, and he goes... If you don't think that that man is touching your your daughter, you're a fucking idiot. Wow. And I didn't know anything. And my mom, I I had actually run away at one point when we were living in Kentucky. And um, at that point, my mom, you know, comes out and she's on crutches and stuff. And we're driving back to our apartment, and um, I just looked at her and I was like, if you if we don't leave, I'm I'm running away, and you're not gonna find me. Hmm. And she goes, I have a question for you. And I said, Yeah. And she goes, Has he ever touched you? And I said, Yeah. Hmm. But at until that point, it was a don't you fucking say anything. You knew better. Yeah, and because I knew that he would take it out on her. Yeah. So I had to protect her, and so throughout, you know, different things, I've always been a protector. Always. <laughs> um. And we loaded up her Camaro (laughs) (laughs) and my hamster and we came back here and he came back here and broke into our house, cut one of every bra strap of hers, threw out one of every shoe, like just keyed our car, just craziness, Um, trying to get her back, (laughs) like that was like his shots at getting her back. And she met my stepdad and he's like the best thing that has ever happened to her. Good
0: old pops. Yeah. Aww. I love that man. He is so
2: fucking, he's amazing. Um, and thankfully, um, that was, a. uh, he was definitely the person that I looked to, um, for a male figure. Yeah. And, um, so thankful for him. Yeah. But, yeah, like, you know, sometimes you don't realize all of the shit that's going on. You know, you don't think that your kids know or that they're going through stuff. And because you're going through so much shit mm-hmm. that um,
1: it's uh, it's a lot of times a two-way street. Yeah, kids are very perceptive. Yeah. Well, and even just, if they don't know, they know something's not right. Right.
2: Yeah. Um that was one of the things when um I left my husband and I walked in to tell my kids. And I don't remember if both of them said it. I know one of them said it, but um I was like, "Me and, me and your dad are getting divorced." And they whichever one it was looked at me and was like, "About time." Mm. And I'm like, Ouch. Oh, uh, I um, I thought I was handling a lot better than that, but it wasn't. And
0: when I, I think we all think that we're handling it better than we are. And right. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But again, like if you do reach out, or uh, you and I bouncing things off right. of each other, or you and I making having conversations, or even Brian and I having conversations, like sometimes it takes having the conversation to for the light in my head to go oh, okay, that's not right. Or that is right. Or, you know, we got to talk about it, but we don't like you. I'm so, so thankful that you did do therapy. Cause I mean, even with you and I telling each other our secrets, Mm -hmm. sometimes you just need more Right. and you do need an outside perspective and the fact that you were brave enough to go find that place and Right, deal with that is really extraordinary. Yep. So I applaud you for that. Give her a clap, clap. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That'll wipe
2: the tears a little bit. <laughs> oh
1: goodness. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you
0: for sharing that. Yes, thank That's, you so much for sharing that. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, that was a uh, a little bit of my toolbox.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll
0: have we'll have you back for more. Yeah. Um. I hope that. I hope that it feels good to talk about it because yeah, that, that is the point, even through all the tears that happen in this studio sometimes. Um, we really are just trying to do a good thing and that it's okay to talk about your shit. And some of it's really ugly. Right. right? Um, mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing what you shared with us tonight, because I know for a fact that there are a lot of people out there with those exact same traumas. Right. Absolutely. And uh, Yeah.
2: So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.
1: Something I um, remembered or popped into my head that I thought when listening to you, Tabby, talk about, you know, we were already in it this long, you know, and then Brie, you know, you'd been together this long. It's like you're just going through the motions and you're like, why now? Mm -hmm. Um, Our friend, always tells me it's going to hurt if it's been a month, Mm -hmm. a year, 10 years, 20 years. It's going to hurt no matter what. So what the fuck are you waiting around for? Mm. And I have to continually tell myself that, you know, with issues in my life, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of got to pull the trigger because it's it is it's going to hurt no No matter matter what. what. Right. So that's very true. Get out while you still have time. Well, and and
0: like I be interjected earlier, what you have left is your life, people. Mm -hmm. So, whether it be that you need to deal with trauma or you're in a bad relationship, whatever it may be, deal with it because Mm -hmm. you get so many trips around the sun, right? And let's try to live in the best that we can.
2: Yep, absolutely.
0: And on that note, (laughs) <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Thank you again, Bree. You're and welcome, Jess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's- Ain't ashamed of
1: where I'm from or where I've been. Well, I'm still my dad.